Welcome to this episode of Keep in Step with the Spirit. I named it Keep in Step with the Spirit after Galatians 5.25, which says, since we live in the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And these episodes are meant to be listened to as you walk, as you run. You can also listen to it as you clean or something. I just encourage you to be moving in some way. And right now I'm actually walking on my treadmill at home. (laughs) So I will be keeping in step with the spirit with you. And in many of these episodes, we'll be using a technique called Lectio Divina. Lectio Divina means divine reading. And it's a way to connect with God through scripture and prayer. So um, we're going to be looking at a few specific scriptures. We're going to be asking God for insight. We're going to be asking him to speak to us through his word. The Bible, his word is alive and active and it can cause us to come alive and active as well. So there are a few steps of Lectio Divina that I want to introduce to you. The first is just to ready yourself and prepare to connect with God. So you're kind of thinking of this as preparing a meal. Then we're gonna read a few verses of scripture and I want you to notice what word or phrase sticks out to you. And this is like taking a bite of your food. The next step is we'll reflect and meditate in a deeper way. We'll involve all of our senses, or emotions, this is where you begin to chew on the food, you know, where you really get all the flavors that come out. Then we'll respond to what God has brought to our attention. You know, what is God asking you to do in response to this scripture? And this is where you fully savor the flavors and the textures of your food. And then finally, we'll rest in God contemplating his word to us and ending in a prayer of commitment based on what we sense from God. And this is where your body begins to digest your meal. So I'm gonna be leading you through this. It's gonna make more sense as we go. So no worries, just relax. Whatever you're doing, if you're on a treadmill at the gym, if you're walking outside, if you're running, if you're cleaning your house, Let's just open our minds, open our hearts to receive what God has for us today. So God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word that is truly alive and active in us. We thank you for what you're doing in and through our hearts and our lives as we continue to meet with you and meditate on your word. I just pray, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to each one of us as we read your scripture, as we connect with you. Make yourself known to us. Show us what we need to see in this scripture today. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to focus today on Mark 1, 35 through 39. And I'm going to start with the New Living Translation, and then we'll look at some other translations as we go. Before daybreak, the next morning, Jesus got up, 
he went out to an isolated place to pray. Later, Simon and the others went out to find him. When they found him, they said, everyone is looking for you. But Jesus replied, we must go on to the other towns as well, and I will preach to them too. That is why I came. So he traveled throughout the region of Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and casting out demons. So I'm gonna read it again. And I just want you to ask the Holy Spirit for a word or phrase that stands out to you. Before daybreak, the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. Later, Simon and the others went out to find him. When they found him, they said, everyone is looking for you. But Jesus replied, we must go on to the other towns as well, and I will preach to them too. That is why I came. So he traveled throughout the region of Galilee, preaching in the synagogues and casting out demons. So listen with the ears of your heart what word or phrase stands out to you in that scripture. I had several that stuck out to me. One was that it was an isolated place. Jesus got up, he went out to an isolated place to pray. He set a boundary and broke away from the crowds, right? And I just think of myself and how often I need to turn off my phone or isolate myself from social media or, you know, do something in order, shut my computer to set a boundary and to connect with God, to connect with Him through prayer. So many times it's easy to get distracted, right? Another phrase that kind of stuck out to me was, we must go on. We must go on. You know, Jesus knew what his purpose was. He knew what his mission was. And even though it says everyone is looking for you, there was pressure on him. The crowds were pressing in. They wanted something from him. But he knew his purpose. He says, we must go on. And I'm just wondering if some of you right now are feeling a sense of defeat or you're feeling like everyone is yelling something at you. <laughs> the news, social media, family, friends, everyone wants a piece of you, right? Or maybe you know God has called you to do something specific and you've gotten distracted. And yet today's the day that you declare, we must go on. I must go on. I will take that next step. 
because I know that this is what I was called to. Jesus says, that is why I came. Maybe today is the day for you that despite what everyone else is saying, what all the circumstances are saying, that you're choosing to say, I must go on. All right, we're gonna move on to the reflect step. And I want you to really allow God to speak to your heart in a deeper way. What feelings and emotions arise in you Engage all the senses of your heart. See with pictures, you know, use your godly imagination. Then what do you experience and observe? I know when I began to allowing God to open up the vision in my mind and to be able to see with pictures, powerful things began to happen. And God, through the Holy Spirit, began to speak to me in new ways. But I have to admit, I had shut down vision. I had shut down that part of me because if you don't know my story, I struggled with internet pornography as a Christian married woman. And so I shut down all vision to shut down anything perverted from coming through. And yet it shut down one of the the ways that God wants to speak to us. So I don't know if that's your story or not, or if you've just been afraid of that, or if you just haven't even thought to open your heart and your mind in this way for God to speak to you visually. You know, he speaks to us in in our dreams sometimes. And the Bible says over and over and over and over how he speaks to us in pictures. So I encourage you to open your mind and ask God to speak to you in pictures as we read this scripture again. You know, what do you experience and observe? So I'm gonna read the message this time as a different translation. While it was still night, way before dawn, he got up and went out to a secluded spot and prayed. Simon and those with him went looking for him. They found him and said, everyone's looking for you. Jesus said, let's go to the rest of the villages so I can preach there also. This is why I've come. He went to their meeting places all throughout Galilee, preaching and throwing out the demons. Then I'm gonna read it in the Amplified Classic version as well. And in the morning, long before daylight, he got up and went out to a deserted place. And there he prayed. And Simon Peter and those who were with him followed him, pursuing him eagerly and hunting him out And they found him and said to him, everybody is looking for you. 
And he said to them, Let us be going on into the neighboring country towns, that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. So he went throughout the whole of Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. What is God saying to you through this scripture? I thought it was interesting in the Amplified Classic. It says that Simon Peter and those who were with him followed him. And it says pursuing him eagerly and hunting him out. It's like we have got to find Jesus. <laughs> they were hunting him. Do you ever feel hunted? I know some of you moms, sometimes you just go in the bathroom, right? For a, a moment of peace. <laughs> um, you know, some of you may feel that way with your work. You may feel like you're always getting hunted um, out. Like they're looking for you, they're emailing you, they're messaging you, and there's always demands on your time. But you know, Jesus didn't give in to what other people wanted him to do. And I think one of the reasons was he had spent time with his father. You know, it said, early in the morning he went out to a deserted place and there he prayed it is so important for me personally to spend time with God in the mornings before I get going on my day on the strength finders test I'm an activator achiever <laughs> so I like to go 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 and if I don't spend that time with the Lord in the morning and I start getting into my day, it typically doesn't happen. <laughs> and then my day can get upside down and I can forget, like, what is, what is my mission? What is it that God was wanting me to do today? But when I meet with him and I sacrifice and I spend that time with him in the morning and, you know, it's becoming to the point where it's not a sacrifice, it's a joy. I just enjoy it. But I will be very honest. It's taken me four years to get to this place. I am a redeemed social media addict. <laughs> I knew it was getting bad when I would lay in my bed in the mornings, scrolling on Instagram for an hour before getting up. An hour. Now, that hour is time I spend with God. My, my phone is not even in my room. It's not even there as a temptation anymore. There's been so many things that God has had me to do and it's been a process. And for you, it might just be setting aside a few minutes, getting used to just a few minutes each morning. Small, consistent habits are what will change our lives over time. But Jesus knew his mission. He had met with God. He had heard from him. He had spent time with him in prayer so that when the people came hunting him, <laughs> when they were saying, everyone is looking for you. Everyone, need, we need you, we need you, Jesus. <laughs> he was able to stand up 
to them and say, let us be going on into the neighboring country towns that I may preach there also. For that is why I came out. He was able to stay on mission because he had spent time with his father. He was able to set boundaries, not only boundaries to be able to spend that time in prayer, but also boundaries with what everyone wanted him to do. What is God calling you to do right now? What is he inviting you into right now? What is the mission he's given you right now? It could be that it's to stay home, be with your kids. <laughs> and that's your ministry right now. Could be in your workplace, could be in your church, could be in your neighborhood. Could be that you have your own business like I do but that it's also a ministry. <laughs> what is the mission God has given you? And you know, I have realized there's also different seasons for the things God wants us to do and invites us to do. So you might be in a different season right now. So I just want you to to begin thinking like, what do you sense God's saying to you through this scripture? How is God calling you to respond? Is there anything right now that you need to confess and repent to God? I'm just gonna go silent and allow you to, to talk to God. And if you need to confess something or um, begin that's you know that whole process of repentance repentance just means changing your mind for the better but it's not just feeling sorry it's actually choosing a different way choosing to do something different be honest with you for me right now I feel like God is just bringing a spirit of conviction and conviction is different than condemnation right <laughs> condemnation is like you know shame that says I'm a bad person guilt or conviction is when the Holy Spirit is giving us an opportunity to see our sin and to confess it to God and to turn from it but I've been struggling again this is a very consist consistent struggle for me of seeing other people on social media right now tends to be Instagram because that's where I feel like God has had us to be for a live and active wellness and 
you know, especially when it's people that are doing something similar to me. It's easy for me to look at them and to think that they're better, they're doing it better, they're, you know, getting more success, so they must be doing it better than me, that I need to be doing what they're doing. And those are all lies of the enemy. And what I need to do right now is to confess and say, God, I'm so sorry. I confess that I have been looking at these other people on Instagram and these other ministries and these other fitness instructors, and I've been comparing myself to them. Lord, please forgive me. Instead, I want to be getting away in prayer with you. I want to be hearing from you. I want to be hearing your voice and knowing the exact mission that you have for me. I want to I want to do it your way, Lord, even if it looks completely different from everyone else. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it makes me look stupid <laughs> or you know just humbles me because I I'm doing new things you know <laughs> Lord I choose to follow you no matter the cost I choose to stay on mission with you I'm not gonna let the voices of the enemy and the voices of social media to get me off track. I choose to stay with you. I choose to keep in step with the Holy Spirit. Not to veer to the left, not to veer to the right, not to be focusing on what everyone else is doing, saying, God, what is it you have for me? Let me be content. Let me leave the results up to you. You are the God of the outcome. And you know, just even just saying that and sharing that with you, I feel so much lighter. It's like, yes. Lord, you have a purpose and a plan for me. You have a purpose. He has a purpose and a plan for you. And there are things right now that the enemy is bringing into your life that are trying to distract you from the mission God has given you. For some of you, this is a season of being still and connecting with God and not doing all the things. You know, I had a season like that earlier this year where God had me remove myself completely from social media. I think it was almost three months. And then COVID hit. And <laughs> I felt like he said, you can come back on to encourage. But there's seasons, and some of you might be in a season of stillness and obscurity. And he's the only one that sees you. He's the only one that knows. Some of you are in a season of stepping out. You're stepping into the spotlight. God is, is giving you a way. He's, he's paving a way for you to, to have even more influence. He's expanding your territory. He's doing things right now in your life, in your ministry, and in your home that scare you, honestly that it feels a bit scary and you're not sure how it's gonna work out. 
But you know what? He is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. He will show you one step at a time. He will show you each step that you need to see. And the uncertainty, God was showing me this this week too. <laughs> the uncertainty I feel, it's actually because it's faith. He's asking me to take a step of faith, right? So if you feel uncertainty, it doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It's actually, it actually just means you're taking the steps of faith. You're taking steps in the dark. And he is so proud of you. Wherever you're at right now, whatever it is, and however the enemy might be distracting right now, we, I just come against that right now in Jesus' name. Let me pray for you. So God, we just pray right now that you would tear down any distractions that are coming against each of the people that are listening right now. God, that you would just even make it so clear to them what it is right now that's getting them off track. What it is, what is the trigger? What is the thing that always causes them to want to emotionally eat? What is the thing that triggers them to scroll on social media for three hours? What is the thing that's holding them back? What is the obstacle that the enemy has put up in place and the distractions? And Lord, we just thank you that right now you are greater. You are greater than anything that the enemy would bring up in front of us. Lord, that you have ways that we don't even know about. And Lord, that you right now are working in each of our lives, even when we can't see it, even when we don't know it, even when we can't feel it, you are still working. We thank you, God. We thank you for what you're doing. We praise you because you are infinite you are the alpha you are the mega you are the beginning and you are the end and lord we give this day to you we give our lives to you and lord we choose today to make you a priority we choose god to take the time even if it's early in the morning to go to an isolated place to pray. Lord, show us. Even if it's five minutes, time is nothing to you. But you just love meeting with us. So Lord, I just pray, God. I pray for revival in our hearts. Lord, I pray for obstacles to be removed. <laughs> I pray, Lord, for walls to fall down in people's hearts. Lord, I pray that you would be glorified. And I pray this in Jesus' wonderful name, amen. So as we close, it's just a time after you've responded to rest and to take some time just listening to God. You know, we, we already prayed, but just committing to God once you want what you sensed him saying to you. So just take a moment and just say a prayer of commitment to him as we close.
All right. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Keep in Step with the Spirit. I am planning, I think, to keep these around 30 minutes. And like I said, it's a great time to get out and walk, to run, to be moving your body as you're listening to God's word. It just helps you to come alive and active. Again, my name is Shelly Hitz with Alive and Active Wellness. Thank you so much for joining me today.